Revolutionaries was good. Good. Are you working in your purpose and your passion? When you wake up every morning, are you with the people that you want to be with? Are you working on the things that allow you to be in your zone of genius, in your zone of excellence, that you can proliferate the work that you want to do, that you can have the impact that you want to have in the world? And if you're not revolutionaries, you have to ask that question, what's your revolution? And it may start with that personal revolution, like who do I need to be? So I can sit in my purpose. I can sit in my zone of genius. I can be passionate about the things that I love. I can be passionate about the people that I want to impact. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that once you have that answer, you can surround yourself with people, that you can shift away from the things that haven't got you to the places that you want to be and that you can evolve into the revolutionary that you want to be. What's the revolution? Welcome to the What's a Revolution show. Welcome to the What's a Revolution show. A show for men and the people who love them. Where we discuss how men can find and embrace the revolution within themselves. Where people can find and embrace the revolution within themselves. I am your host, Dr. Charles Goldberg. Let's go, revolutionaries. I hope all is well. And that you're doing your thing, as I say. Some people might ask, what does that mean, that you're doing your thing? And as I think about that, what does it mean that you're doing your thing? Is that you're doing the things that you love, that you're doing the things that bring you joy and the things that will allow you to move into this next space of your life. And it doesn't mean that these things have to be easy. I hear on so many podcasts about how we're looking for ease or we're looking for efficiency but life is not fulfilled through ease I know that I have been through some of the roughest times of my life and what has come afterward is growth the person that I am right now is not because life has been easy it has been through those trials and tribulations that I have been able to figure out what the next revolution is going to be and so I say that, that I hope that you are doing your thing, that I'm hoping that you are fulfilling your revolution. I'm hoping that you have said, I figured out the answer, Dr. Corporal. I know what my revolution is and that you have been spending time fulfilling that. And I always say again that I hope that you are doing your thing and I hope that you are finding your community because doing your thing and finding your community are have a symbiotic relationship, a concomitant bond for those men of Omega who understand that, that they are linked together, doing your thing and finding your community. Because finding community and people that love you and love will love on you will bring you joy. They will allow you to have happiness. Those are also the people that will push you. They will get you out of your comfort zone. They will say that you can be better than who you are right now and if you don't have a community that does not say that to you i would ask you i would implore you to find community that does that and so on this show i want to give a shout out to some of the members of my community you probably heard some of these names before commander Corey doolittle who is uh the epitome of leadership colonel jahari hemphill who like the commander is the 
epitome of leadership and friendship and pushing folks out of their comfort zone. Dr. Elijah Beatty, who is my great friend, who I got the joy of being the best man at his wedding and that we talk almost every week, not about the trivial things in life, but we talk about how to make each each other better, particularly in this investment game that both of us are in. How do we become more knowledgeable about making the best investments? My dude, my boy, my travel buddy, Dr. Derek Greenfield, who is the epitome of what it means to be humble, humble leadership, and to take a chance, not only on others, but to take a chance on himself, sometimes putting himself in intellectually harm's way because that's who he is. He goes out into the world and says, hmm, maybe you need to take a look in the mirror so we can be better people. My long, long childhood friend, Quince Griffin, first day, first grade, been my boy ever since. So these are my people. These are a part of my community, a host of frat brothers, host of frat brothers. Shout out to my line brothers, all of them that I love very much. I love you. I love you. I love you. Never said this name on the show, but I want to give a shout out to Stanley Ernest Williams at my back, my dude. And as I said to him on a text message last week, I haven't done enough, Stanley, to be as good of a friend as I want to be. And so I, hopefully I will spend the next 30 years of my life if God gives me one more day to be a better friend to you. So thank you for being who you are, Stanley. Stanley, my dude. So as you are doing your thing and finding your community and finding your people, what are you doing? And I want to spend just a little bit of time talking about what it means to be with your people. At the recording of this episode, and you see this is a singular episode. It's just me, and I haven't done this in a long time. It's just me. The conscious stream of my thoughts as I think about revolution, as I think about what's next, meaning what's next minute, what's the next second, what's the next day, what's the next week, what's the next year look like? And there are things that I look forward to. There are things that I look forward to, and Five years ago, Paul Forbes, Brian Bailey, and Cornell Belter, and you'll know that name, and myself, and this year, our brother Stephen joined us. But five years ago was our 25th class reunion, our homecoming, and we rented a house in Harrisonburg, Virginia. We are all graduates of the class of 93 of James Madison University, and we hadn't been really together for a long time and so 2018 we decided to come back together and what was remarkable about that was that it was our opportunity to showcase and i say that to showcase who we were as men husbands and fathers and godfathers and entrepreneurs and everything corporate stalwarts everything but as we sat on the porch five years ago on that porch and in that big house in Harrisonburg, we learned more about each other. We learned about our frailties. We learned about our vulnerabilities. We learned about our successes, the challenges that we had been through in life to that point. We learned about the power of camaraderie, right? In those moments that having the ability to open up and say, I'm feeling this, I'm going through this. You know what? These are the, these are the accolades that I've had. And for those two days while we were in Harrisonburg, 
it was almost like the world stopped for a second. It says, you know, hey, you all need to be in this space together to revel in each other, to celebrate each other, to console each other. And it's a wonderful thing. And we kept talking year after year that we were going to do it. But life, lives, as people say. And we didn't have the opportunity to do it again until this year, 2023. Our Dukes are doing well at the recording of this show. They won the homecoming game. They were ranked 25th. And this week they are ranked 23rd in the country. And so we got together again. And our brother Steve, who we've known for a long time, joined us and and unfortunately Cornell was not able to be there with us this time but it was the same but more and I began thinking about like what did we do when we were kids we would bar hop and drink and chase you know and you understand what I mean chase and it wasn't that even five years ago it wasn't that but this time our conversations were around mental health and increasing our finances and taking care of our families, right? Paternal and maternal care is a thing, revolutionary. It is a thing as we get older and particularly those who are the, the sandwich generation where they're taking care of their pater- their fathers and mothers and then they're also taking care of wives and children or partners and children, all of the things. So we talked about that. We talked about our dream cars and what a midlife crisis could look like or what it looks like. We talked about relationships and what it means to be in those relationships. And I asked my good friend, DeGal, Deke Richmond, who was my college best friend and who we stayed in touch is also a good man of Omega Sci-Fi. I said, what do you do? Who do you hang out with? He said, I hang out with my wife. Like, what? <laughs> he said, I hang out with my wife, revolutionaries. And one of the most poignant things that he said, he said, you know, when I think about this, I think about family because I asked, I was like, you know, after 26 years, how do you make it work? Because, you know, we, we know the stories that we have for Dr. Charles Corpru and the length or non-length of time that I've been in relationships, but we're praying, <laughs> we're manifesting. But he said that I think of my wife as family and I love my family. Like, think about that. He said, I love my family. And he said, if I can't love my wife, if I can't love my wife as family, then I chose wrong. That, you know, when I crushed on her back in 1991 and 1992, and then we figured out how to come together, I loved her. I loved her then, and I love her now. And I may not always say it to her in a manner that she may want, but I love her, and that I love spending time with her. And that if I can't love my wife, then I don't need to be with her. And all I want to do really is to spend time with her. And that was one of the most poignant things that I heard the entire weekend. And it made me think about my own choices, revolutionaries. And who am I choosing to be a part of my life? Because for me to do my thing, revolutionaries, I have to be in community. And part of that community, revolutionaries, is to have a partner who believes in me and I believe in them. That the woman that I want to be with also wants to be with me. That the person that I want to be with can show up for me as much as I can show up for them, revolutionary. And it was, so it, it, it has stuck with me to think about that, to think about 
loving someone so much that they're family. They're not blood, but family. And it's an interesting thing because one of my good friends and frat brothers talks about his relationship with his own family and the tumult that comes with that, that he doesn't feel love a lot of times by his family. And I try to get him to shift the narrative, revolutionaries, that you may have to change how you define family. And I looked at him and I said that after 30 years, we were driving in this car, going up to see our alma mater play. We we're enjoying each other. We're laughing. We're joking. We're talking about the things. We're consoling each other. You know that at any point in time that you can call and I will listen, you know that at any point in time that you need financial help, you need social help, you need whatever, that I am with you, but not only myself, but there are other people that love and care for you. That's family to me. That's family. Those people, as I said, who are a part of your community, who are going to be there. That's family. That will allow you to do your thing. That will allow you to grow into the person that you want to be. And one thing that you've heard me say on uh, a number of shows previously, and, and I want to give a shout out. I didn't say his name, but he is a new friend, and, and but it feels like an old friend, Dr. Travis Batts. And this re- relationship that we had and this sh- recurring episode that we have, Revolutionaries, is that we talked about forgiveness. And the thing, the thing about that is that we're going to make mistakes in life, Revolutionaries. We are going to make mistakes. Those past versions of ourselves allow us to be this version. And if we hadn't made mistakes, we wouldn't be this. We, we would be perfect. And as we know, if you whoever you believe in, there's nothing that is perfect. There are flaws, even in things that are close to perfection. But as you grow revolution, as you grow, as you grow, understand that even the best of us makes mistakes. Even the best of us makes mistakes. But we move on and we grow and we learn and we say, you know, what can I do differently in my life? And for the first time, revolutionaries in a long time, I'm good. It is a good feeling, right? It is a good feeling to know that I am working in my passion, in my purpose. And so I'm asking you, revolutionaries, are you working in your purpose, in your passion? When you wake up every morning, are you with the people that you want to be with? Are you working on the things that allow you to be in your zone of genius, in your zone of excellence, that you can proliferate the work that you want to do, that you can have the impact that you want to have in the world? And if you're not revolutionaries, you have to ask that question, what's your revolution? And it may start with that personal revolution, like who do I need to be? So I can sit in my purpose. I can sit in my zone of genius. I can be passionate about the things that I love. I can be passionate about the people that I want to impact. And so I'm hoping, I'm hoping that once you have that answer, you can surround yourself with people, that you can shift away from the things that haven't got you to the places that you want to be and that you can evolve into the revolutionary that you want to be, that you'll make the right choices that you'll have them can, like, I should not eat sweets all week because I know it makes me sleepy. <laughs> but it's 
it's Halloween at the recording of this episode, Revolutionaries. It's Halloween, so I had a couple pieces of candy. And I know I'm going to be in New Orleans seeing my people this week, so I may have a beignet or two. But understanding what those choice points are, who are your midwives? Who are your midwives? As my man Sean Dove says, I want to shout out to him. We had a great conversation a couple weeks ago. It's interesting when the luminaries start calling me, asking me for help. It humbles me that the leaders of the pack call me and say, Dr. Charles, what do I need to do? How do I need to grow? Where do I need to go? How do I get there? Who are the people that I need to surround myself with? You have the knowledge, Charles. Guide me. Lead me. When Sean Dove calls, I I pick up. Who are the people that who are the people that you pick up for? Who are the people that rely on you? Guide them. Give them strategy. Plan for them. Show them the, the North Star where they need to go. Be their midwife. Be their midwife. And know this. Even as you're moving through your space, someone's watching. Someone's watching revolutionaries. Someone wants to see you succeed. Someone wants to see you move through this space. Someone wants to see you win. And my dear brother, my dear brother Vaughn, I've always wanted to see you win, no matter what. Now I'm very, very happy for all your success, all the things that you're doing to win. You deserve everything that you are getting right now, dear brother. You deserve it all. And I am happy. I am happy to see you win. And as we move through this space, as we move through this space, know that someone else is watching and they want to see you win because it will allow them to say, if this person can do it, so can I. So can I. So remember, keep yourself trimmed and lighted so that others that are less fortunate than you may have a path. And the last thing I will always say is that this is only one revolution. As we grow as individuals, as we, as we grow as people, we must continually ask this pertinent question of ourselves. What's your revolution? Because you don't want to look back at 60, 70 or whenever the universe, good Lord, or whatever you believe in takes you and you look back and say, I didn't fulfill it, that I had this dream and I didn't, I didn't go out and proliferate it out into the world. I didn't give it to the world. 12 years ago, this was seated in me, sitting, sitting at graduation, Tom Friedman and Stevie Wonder. And there are days that I want to give it up. But I realize when I say this was given to me, this was given to me. What's been given to you that no one else, right? No one else can proliferate it like you. Move it out into the world, revolutionaries. Give it out. Give it freely out to the world because that's why it was given to you. That's why it was given to you and no one else. As I sat there at Tulane's graduation in 2011, Listening to Tom Friedman talk about revolution, Tahir Square, and juxtapose it to the, the revolutionaries of the civil rights movement, I kept asking myself, well, damn it, Charles, what's your revolution? What are you going to do with your life? It was seated in me then. 
And for 12 years, we have been asking that question. And for seven years, we've been asking that question on this show. And I want you to know that we are here for you. That we are here for you. And we are looking forward to the unveiling of our new website that chronicles not just the show. It's What's Your Revolution with Dr. Charles Corporal. It's not What's the What's Your Revolution show with Dr. Corporal. It's What's Your Revolution and encompasses the show and our ability to give you the tools and tips and strategies that you need to be the most revolutionary version of yourself. And for those, our ask is once that website is up, we're going to ask that you give us your email so I can send you that first piece of how to answer that question. That's all we need. That's all you need. Many people say, I don't know. I don't know. It's taking me so long. I don't know how to answer. I'm going to give you the guy. I'm going to give you the guide and how to answer this question. And then I hope you come along this journey with me to be the most revolutionary person for yourself, for your partners, for your family, for your communities, for your organizations, and for the world. Because revolutionaries, we need you. We need you to be the most revolutionary version of yourself. Because if you're not, the world can't get what you only have inside of you. Remember that. Whoever you believe in, whatever you believe in, will give you something that is just yours. Believe in that. Cultivate it. Proliferate it. I know that's my word, revolutionaries. And give it to the world. I love you. I love you. I love you. We'll see you soon. Take care. Take care. Take care.